power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Put your hands together for the Lord and take your seats. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. We bless God for a Wednesday night. And we thank God for midweek service. Amen. All right. So tonight I want to share the word of God with you. On Sunday I mentioned that I'll preach the last in the series of um, Unclean Spirits today. We have by no means exhausted that topic. What we did now is junior clerkship. Hallelujah. We'll come and do senior clerkship some other time. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we, are, we have by no means exhausted the topic at all. But tonight, I want to deal with one particular spirit. And I chose to speak on this particular one because I believe... It is at the center of the operation of certain other spirits. Hallelujah. It's like a pivot around which a lot of other unclean spirits operate. And so if you deal with this one, directly or indirectly, you are dealing with some other spirits as well. Amen. Do you know what that spirit is? (laughs) It's the spirit of envy. Hallelujah. Yeah, tonight I want to speak about the spirit of envy. Somebody say the spirit of envy. Say it again, the spirit of envy. It's one of those things that we underestimate. We take it as a very light thing. But throughout the Bible, the operations of the spirit have led to very serious consequences. And sometimes it's even led to murder. This thing called envy is is a very dangerous thing. It's a very serious thing. And a lot of times people have some difficulties differentiating jealousy from envy. True or false? We use them interchangeably sometimes and all of that. But there is a difference between envy and jealousy. Amen. Can somebody attempt to differentiate the two for us? Let's see what your... Yes, Kofi beautiful let's put our hands together for him that's the difference between envy and jealousy in jealousy the huge people are giving you fans with jealousy the thing is yours or you believe it's yours (laughs) that's another level altogether you think or you believe it's yours or maybe it's genuinely yours but with envy the thing is for another person and you wish you had it you are not happy that the person has it so an example of jealousy i'm married my wife is mine if suddenly she's chatting with somebody else more than she chats with me i'll be jealous because uh, media you understand this is for me (laughs) so I can be jealous. That's jealousy. So, for something like that, why is it that in Galatians chapter 5, it's listed among the deeds of the flesh? When God himself says, I am a jealous God. You you are jealous, but you say, we we should not be jealous. (laughs) Hallelujah. 
But somebody's explanation is that God owns everything. We don't own, the Bible says we came with nothing and it's for certain that we will live with nothing. So you don't own anything, you don't have a right to be jealous. <laughs> Hallelujah. God owns everything. So he can be jealous about things. But tonight it's not about jealousy, it's about envy. Where the thing is for somebody, the blessing is for somebody. And you look at it with a green eye. This one is not red eye, green eye. They say in English, they have a term for joy. It's a green-eyed monster. When they say you're a green-eyed monster, it means you are a jealous person. So envy is a very serious thing. It carries with it so many other spirits. And when we entertain envy, you see, this thing about envy, we can look at it from two angles. As entertaining envy and walking in it, and as being victims of envy as well. All of them, we need to deal with it. Hallelujah. A lot of the pull him down, a lot of these fearful things and household wickedness and things, envy is at the center of them all. People break through and they can't go to their hometown. Because when they see you and you are nicely dressed, you are wearing a watch. There's somebody my father knows. When he's going to his hometown in the water region somewhere he dresses like a madman he said hey, if they see I'm properly dressed I won't come back alive envy so when I see people say they can't go to their hometown because and I said then some of us who we live in our hometown Jamestown that's my hometown I pass there every week <laughs> then for us what should we do where should we go <laughs> hallelujah so envy is at the center of of so many things and i'll take you through a few things in the scriptures for you to see the manifestation of this thing called envy and my prayer for you is that if there's anybody who is envious of you may the lord touch that person's heart for him to repent otherwise (laughs) but see at the end i'll tell you god's solution to the spirit of envy it's a very brutal and very radical solution i'm telling you very very brutal and very radical envy started from heaven everybody say heaven from lucifer himself pride entered his heart and the pride pulled the spirit of envy he looked at god's throne and he said this thing i wanted because you see the spirit of envy comes with the spirit of covetousness as i told you it's like a, a magnet it attracts so many other spirits to it he looked at the throne he said no ask for this throne there i shall take the throne tried and did all his machinations and everything he didn't succeed he was thrown here on earth and when man was put in the garden of eden he pressed the button of envy again how he went to eve and said you this garden it is you eve adam and God God there are some things he knows so. and you that you are standing here you don't know so she thought hey then me too if I get that wisdom I like it too the knowledge of the good and evil me too if I get it I like covetousness he played on that he fell people think Adam ate it out of love 
that oh, the wife coerced him and he's like, I don't think so. I think it was envy. Why? There are three of us in the garden. God is wise. You, my wife, you've got me and me, I should be the only foolish one in here. No way. Me too, I shall jump. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm sure that time he was talking, he realized that no, she was saying some things that she never used to say. Hey, where have you been, Charlie? Hey, Diani, what has it done to you? He said, No, 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 Charlie, I can't be the only foolish one in this. He said, Oh, yeah, but took the thing and chopped it. So, right from the Garden of Eden, we can see envy moving things, the, the spirit of envy at work. Among their offspring, Cain and Abel, it was envy. But you see, the interesting thing about people who are envious is that the envious people themselves, they are also blessed one way or the other. Just that they don't want another person to also have good things. That's the thing with envious people. Eve had something already. He had a relationship with God. I mean, God could come down in the cool of the day and chat with you. Lucifer, he had something. He was very beautifully created, wonderfully created. Instruments were woven into his body. He was a very high-ranking archangel in heaven and earth. All the people who walk in the spirit of envy, they have something. They are already blessed. But the problem is that they don't want another person to have more than they do. So Cain, he was blessed. This farm produced things. It's not like he didn't have anything at all. But the fact that his was rejected, he became envious. And because of that, the spirit of envy now pulled in the spirit of murder. And the first murder was committed under the auspices of the spirit of envy. The spirit of envy always attracts murder. The murder may not necessarily be the physical shedding of blood. Something will be killed. Somebody's name will be smeared in the mud. Somebody's ambition will be killed. Somebody will be pulled down. Something will be murdered one way or the other. If the spirit of envy is allowed to thrive and to operate. There are a lot of people whose dreams have been killed by the spirit of envy. People say, ah, look at you. We've been here. We've not been able to start. You, you just came here. You're coming to start. They start undermining you. Talking behind your back. This, that, that. that. Tell me, realize that vision has been killed. It's just gone like that. In some places, you will be killed physically. Oh, yes. When you get the chance, read Professor Fempon Barton's book on how the cardiothoracic center was set up. Deep down my heart. That's the title of the book. Very, very interesting revelations. The kind of opposition the man faced. I mean, the whole idea was something that was going to benefit the whole country. But other intellectuals, specifically medical doctors in the system, they sat down and realized that no, if this thing should go through, this guy is going to make a name. Like, I mean, Emphrim Bombatin is a household name now. Everybody knows. I, ho- I hope you know. <laughs> Everybody knows Emphrim Bombatin. He has made a name. They were able to see that no, if this thing should succeed, and people put stumbling blocks in his way. Some people even went the spiritual way. You know, he's a Christian. So during the time of the project, he had a prayer chain going on in his house 24 hours. And what necessitated that was that sometimes the house they give him, the bungalow they give him in Kolibu, sometimes you wake up in the morning and you realize somebody has come to 
slaughter a chicken and some concoctions and things have been at his gate just because the man is trying to establish something that will help everybody I'm sure some of those who did some of those things they've gone on admission at cardio before that's if they are alive the first time they were going to do yes I think some particular surgery it gained a lot of publicity in the news and all of that one anesthetist tried to sabotage the whole procedure so that the child would die yes that is how far the spirit of envy can go meanwhile at that time you this person who did this thing you are, say, you are already a professor he, he hadn't even read professor status yet just because the thing had a lot of publicity and he knew that if this thing succeeds this man will become a hero they tried to sabotage the whole surgery and when an anesthetist wants to sabotage they can sabotage they put the patient to sleep and they wake you up if they put you there and say well, I'm sorry <laughs> what can you do there was no resurrection the patient didn't resurrect it's finished so the, the spirit of envy moves with, with murder. It is a very, very wicked spirit. And I pray that anybody who is envious of you, may the Lord touch the person. Whatever way the Lord wants to touch the person. Hallelujah. Yes. You think when people put save the date, it's everybody who jubilates. Oh, no, 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 no them they are looking at it and like why is it not me why is it not me for you know even the guy crashed she had crashed on the guy some time ago and the guy didn't look in her direction you are there doing save the day save the date and you are even considering making her your maid of honor may God open your eyes I went for a certain meeting and the prophet who was ministering me I believe in his ministry I know he's a genuine prophet he called a certain woman told her that look one of the people who followed you when engagement that thing that they do you know the lady is coming out and everybody one of, and most of the time you choose trusted people people you think are your friends you think you think you don't know and they follow you she said the lady went and did some things with her body cream was it urine she added to them? something and she was having some issues prophet told her he said if you think i'm lying he mentioned the name of it the lady nearly collapsed you know initially i'm sure she she thought oh man of god is speculating speculating those things so i just say i say wait there you're wait there you're because those things we, we hear all the time that's what i'm saying when he mentioned the name she almost collapsed in the place now i wasn't anointing that made there for it was shock surprise in fact shock price combined so there is a lot of envy in the system there is a lot of envy in the system that's why i pray that god will give you discernment to know those who really like you and want your progress in life because some of those who are smiling with you they will smile in front of you but behind your back they are weeping at your success somebody said the envious person grows lean at the fatness of his neighbor 
when your neighbor is growing fat it's like an inversely proportional relationship as they grow fat you become lean not because you are fasting no. because you are envious so when you are putting on weight look for those who are losing weight in your life For those who are losing weight, make sure they are not dieting. <laughs> it's because they are having sleepless nights. Sleepless nights. Sleepless nights. When we were in school, two ladies who were roommates, and one of them grabbed. You know, it's like that kind of thing where we are three friends. Two ladies, one guy, three mutual friends, and the guy grabbed one. People thought the other one had got cancer. Suddenly, anorexia, insomnia, every near in this world. Couldn't sleep. The roommate, like in the middle of the night, she would hear her sobbing, sobbing, crying, and then, 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 envy. Oh no, she. She actually believed she was closer to the guy. That's delusions. One of these is I'll preach on delusion. Be not deluded. She actually thought she was closer to the guy. Maybe with you is body, 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 body. But with the other ones, oh. <laughs> There's a difference. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, she said this lady will cry in the night the way she wake up in the morning with like swollen eyelids and say, what is happening to my roommate it is your breakthrough it is your breakthrough may nobody envy you like that hallelujah may God bring people who will be genuinely happy for your success yeah later this lady actually even tried to do some things to cause confusion between the two. And they say, eh? you, even your girl. She, she said this, oh, this is and things like that. Spirit of envy. It is a very, very dangerous spirit. It is a destroyer. It destroys lives. It kills visions. It kills ambitions. And even kills literally. Spirit of envy. So Lucifer, Eve, Cain, and then Saul, King Saul. King Saul. The spirit of envy. David was a small boy. Suddenly, this small boy who used to come and play for me, he has gone to kill Goliath. Hey! And what sparked the matter was the song that they would ask for you women. Sometimes you can create trouble. No more. With a tambourine. Saul has killed his thousands. You see, as I said, every envious person has something. He's killed his thousands. But David, oh David, oh Nipani, oh Oberimani, hey, hey, hey. And Saul will be there, his heart will be turning around. Hey, these same people who used to sing my praises. Now this small boy has come. And they are saying me. You see, they could have made the song and left Saul out of it. Too. David has killed 10,000. Nkawun have all these problems. 
Say Saul has killed thousand. A difference of what? Nine thousand. Ah! That is painful. Suddenly envy. And the Bible said Saul began to eye David. That's what the Bible actually says. He eyed him. So that time it says correct English. It says somebody is eyeing you. It's in the Bible. He eyed him. And that soul spirit is still in operation now. Even in ministry. When people's sons now begin to also show giftings. When they also start manifesting. Then suddenly, ah, the father who is now supposed to help them and guide them and bring them where they are supposed to be now becomes a soul and starts chasing them and persecuting them and looking to kill their ministry oh me i've seen it happen many times i've heard of it happen many times you bring somebody up you give the person one or two opportunities and because the person understands time and chance they take their chance they grab it and they make the best out of it and you realize their ministry is is now going and you see church people can be like the woman who sang the song and they create enmity head pastor travels and junior pastor is giving a platform oh when head pastor can please go rest more you know rest more rest <laughs> Rest more. Allow them. Allow him. Allow him. Or they'll come and say, no. Right now we think you and him, you must share the slots. Like, share the slots. You do one, let him also do Because we are blessed. <laughs> Is it how human beings can fuel the spirit of, of envy? <laughs> ah, and, and me, I've seen these things happen. I've heard of these things happen. But you see, as a correct father, you must take pride in the fact that under your ministry, people are growing and fulfilling their ministry. What is the use of all the oil I've been pouring on you? Unless it's just a gimmick I'm doing, and I don't expect it to manifest in your life at a particular point in time. All this plenty of oil, when I feel, see the way I'm sweating, why should I waste my energy like that? And I don't expect any results out of it. I pray that every anointing, every word that I've spoken over your life, may it come to pass. It may even be ten times of what I spoke. Yeah. What is the use? Impartation service. You are praying for the people to be imparted, but deep inside you don't want them to be imparted. What kind of spirit is that? What sort of spirit is that? Then, then don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Because look, every drop of oil I've poured upon your head will manifest in your life. It's not, it's not a waste though. It's not a waste. There's no anointing that is waste. Never. Unless where it's coming from is not correct. It will manifest one day. So when I'm sitting and I'm seeing the manifestation, I should also be excited that God has used me as a channel to be a blessing unto you. And I pray that you also have that spirit so that when your sons and your daughters are rising, you will hold their hands and help them to rise instead of persecuting them and killing their ministries. 
are no churches when people are rising a pastor will find a way of accusing them one they'll suspend you too they'll find a way of just getting the people not to like you again all because the people went and opened their mouth and said oh pastor he's doing well we think he's even more anointed than you oh church people they can do these things we think he's we think he's carrying the double portion he's the one carrying the, the double portion the mantle is, 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 is on him in the higher dimension. Higher dimension. As I say, what do you mean? I'm still here. How can you be talking like that? Let's try and find with sabotaging. Then, 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 then. But you see, sometimes to people with a rebellious spirit, Satan can deceive them into believing that their pastor is persecuting them. When in fact, they are displaying a rebellious spirit. You see, the fact that you are gifted and the fact that you are anointed doesn't mean you can't be an authority. It doesn't mean you can do what you like. So when people start doing what they like and the pastor decides to put them in place, it's like he's trying to sit on my gift. He has realized. One gentleman came to see me like that. I went to minister at a conference. He came to see me. He said, oh, it's pastor so, so, and so, then, then, then. He's been to Bible school. He's ordained. Then, 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 then. And all that he likes my ministry and He's having some issues in his church. When I hear those things, no, my antennas are up sharp. And now he wants to come and see me for us to have a discussion. Okay, you come. Came to my office. Came to sit down. He said, Oh, yeah. He's in a church. The church is not doing so well. He's like an associate pastor. The pastor gave him the chance to start doing some Bible study. And when the pastor realized that, the thing was flourishing and people liked it he decided to stop it i was like which correct pastor bible said in the people are growing you can see that the people are you know that the thing is working and you stop it because it's working there must be another reason why you are probably doing things he's not asked you to do you are probably behaving as if you are not working an authority and you are on your own and things so and when he tells the pastor things the pastor doesn't listen pastor doesn't listen so he, he his spirit has left the church he, he wants to move he wants to move and that day when I ministered he felt like there was a connection <laughs> and so he wants to come <laughs> we should reserve one of the seats for him <laughs> and that so he's, he's seriously thinking of coming to join our ministry and he mentioned that his bible school certificate he sent photocopies to other churches and i told him no church that is serious with this agenda will look at your certificate and call you to come and be a pastor in the church i told him look as for what is happening with you and your church and all of that me i'm not looking there if you are coming to this church, you are coming to sit down as an ordinary member. You are coming to sit down and I don't know you from anywhere. I don't, I'm not sure what spirit you are carrying. So just because you say you've gone for some, and it's, it's some three-month Bible school. <laughs> you are coming to, you know. So, so some people, when they are operating in the spirit of rebellion, they, they try to think, oh, 
my leader or my boss is now walking in the spirit of Saul. So I have every right to do what it is that I'm doing. Absalom was another person who walked in the spirit of envy. He coveted his father's throne. Your father's throne. And Absalom, again, had a lot of things going for him. That's what envious people are. Absalom was a handsome guy. He said, had hair. He will cut his hair and people will come and weigh the hair. Women will be, oh God, how can a man have this kind of hair? And me, I am struggling to have three strands. You mean three? As a woman, hey, when they remove their wig, it's three. Pa, pa, pa. Three. <laughs> On the but the wig is nice. It's powerful. How did you wear it? Three is that how can a man have such hair? So, just like Lucifer, he looked at the throne and said, Me, I'll sit on this thing. So, he started doing things, and you know, he started judging the people's cases for them and judging it the way he believed that he was trying to win the hearts of the people. You can have a church, and there will be an Absalom in the church. Among the leaders, Absalom spirit. When you have a church and you realize that ah, there's one particular leader, it's like he is the taker of complaints. All the issues, it's like that person alone has become the highway for complaints. It's like, it's like yeah, he understands us. As my head pastor, he's always this is, he understands he can come down to our level. It smells of an Absalom spirit. Hallelujah. I'm sure those days when they go to see him and he judges their thing, they're like, oh, you tell, yeah, yeah, you know, if you are taking this into my father, you would have done it as me. I like you people. I understand you people. That's why my father leave, leave him. He, he's always writing music. <laughs> you know? King Dave. <laughs> he's always there in the skies with his harp and, you know, creating music. I understand you people. I am on the ground with you. We are the grassroots people. Power to the people. Call themselves comrades. <laughs> and things. Absalom spirit. So here again, envy is breeding rebellion. Rebellion. Associates. Anybody who is a deputy in any position when you say deputy means you, you are not the overall boss you are working under somebody you must watch that Absalom spirit you must watch it these spirits they are still hanging around they are still hovering around you open yourself up they come into your life it is wrong to openly criticize even if you are a deputy cell overseer to openly you know some people can openly disagree with their bosses open meeting like that though. No, 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 this thing you said, no, it's not going You let me explain the scripture to you. <laughs> Nobody is saying, if the person is saying something you don't agree with, I agree. But you can go and see him behind the scenes. That, oh, I think this decision, we should look at it this way. And look at it this way, and look at it this way. If you disagree openly with your boss, openly argue, openly, it is an Absalom spirit. An Absalom spirit. 
Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you must always agree. But there's a way you go about it. There's a way you go about it. Especially if the decision the leader is taking seems to be unpopular with the people. And you wait you need to be like, no, I'm against this one. It's a way of secretly trying to win the heart of the people. That I, I have your interests at heart more than the leader himself. Forget this man. Absalom spirit. May the Lord cast away every Absalom spirit from our midst. Look, I told you the other time that I don't believe in a system where you cannot disagree. For example, with me, head pastor. You can disagree with me, but it is how you go about it. You see, some people make it look like, no, you can't even, hey, no, 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 it's not right. You should have the ability to disagree with us, but not when I'm preaching. Maybe I've said something. You lift up your no, 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 man of God, no, no, no. Please give me a mic, give me a mic, give me a mic. That is a wrong way to go about it. <laughs> that is a wrong way to go about it. That no, please stop this thing that you said. It is factually and biblically homiletically and hermeneutically inaccurate. Just I want to want to show say you know. <laughs> oh, if you agree, if you disagree, you can always come and see me. Oh, so I think so so and so and so and so and so. We are all still learning. Oh. The Bible says we know in part and we prophesy in part. Hallelujah. If your superior is doing something wrong. I don't believe in this thing that you, you can't point it out to him. No. That is what some leaders have done. And they become monsters. And they don't even realize they become monsters. Because they've surrounded themselves with sycophants. Booked lickers. People who can't point it out. There's a wise way in which a child can point out an adult's mistake to him without sounding disrespectful. And I always say, look, as for the word of God, eh, when you come in the authority of the word of God, that this is what scripture is saying. Whoever it is must listen to you. Why? Because even God has placed himself under the authority of his word. He says, I've exalted my word above my own. He, God, he is under the authority of how much more you head pastor. You are also under the authority of the word of God. So the way to go is to come in the authority of the word of God. That this is what you said. But when I read the scriptures, this is what I'm seeing. Then we can debate. Hallelujah. Yeah. So Absalom spirit. An envious spirit. Judas Iscariot. People wonder, why was the envy Judas Iscariot? When they were pouring the... The woman was pouring the alabaster box on Jesus' feet. She said, this thing, we can sell it and give the money to the poor. The guy was envious. You know that some people, when even men of God are being honored, they, they don't like it. It will shock you that there are some people, when I'm going to be introduced, they say, with a standing over they have come again can't he just come and preach every day we must stand every day hey these men of God that have come they like fans who 
For you know my birthday crowd, the gifts that were given to me. Eh? Somebody is standing and this thing, there are people in the church who need it. How can you buy plenty Coke? <laughs> Coca-Cola bottles and this and I've drank all of. <laughs> you can go and bend the sea. I will supply the fuel. Oh, I've drank it. Sometimes when people are jealous, eh? That's when you should rather tell who and enjoy what God has given to you. Oh yes. Mm, I've drunk. And it was very nice. <laughs> Some people don't like it when other people are being honored. No, 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 no. They don't like it. One man of God who had struggled, he had sold his car for ministry. Then, 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 one day, some people in the church just decided to come together and buy him a car. Hey! Some of the church people, eh? This man of God. That is all they do. There are poor people in the church who need money. And you put money together and bought the man of God a car. It is the spirit of envy. It is the spirit of envy. You see, God is going to bless you. Hallelujah. And those who will have sleepless nights because of your blessing. In fact, may, may they even have comatose nights. <laughs> because you are going to be blessed. Let me tell you. Me, God is going to bless me. I'm telling you before you start being... God is going to bless me very, very, very seriously. When you see me walking in my blessings, you, you, you better pray and tap into it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Tap into it rather than being envious of it will not help you. It will not help you. You'll just be worrying your heart, giving yourself the tachycardia and congestive cardiac failure for nothing. May the Lord bless your life. What has God's solution been to envy? Lucifer in heaven, he cast him out. Adam, Eve, cast them out. Cain, he cast him away from his presence. Judas, he was replaced. I won't go further. Absalom, he died. <laughs> so this spirit of envy, you don't treat it with kiss gloves. Because at the end of the day, its end result can be murder. Hallelujah. It can be better. That is why, first of all, my prayer for you is that God will help you to discern people. Be discerning of people. People, eh, some of them that are laughing with you, eh, when they finish laughing and you are going, they are wishing you would trip and fall. They say, uh huh, what do they say? Or cheer. <laughs> may, may God give you the, the discernment, the ability to tell those you can fully rely on. You can fully rely on. We even have people who are envious of their own spouses. Oh, yeah, men. If let's say their wife has any more money than them, and envious, so now they have to use manpower to show them that they are the boss. So you misbehave, so no, hey, <laughs> be or oh, their wife is more educated than them. Envy. 
are just envious. May God give us the heart to be genuinely happy for those that are around us who are blessed. Because when you are happy for someone, when a person is blessed, you also open doors for yourself to receive blessings. How that you look at somebody's then, then, even if you like the guy and he's now with your roommate, may you mature to the point where you can genuinely be praying for them that, Lord, let this relationship work. Instead of going to pray satanic prayers on the field and I set confusion between them and I use the sword of the Lord to separate them like <laughs> the word of God separates the marrow <laughs> separate them and you'll be clapping, stamping your feet it's just physical exercise you are exercising hallelujah and you are praying like that God will not hear God, there are some prayers God does not hear God does not hear. Sometimes you go to fields and go and see. You pass by people. One day when you go to, don't go and pray. Let's go and listen to the prayers people are praying. You will see that <laughs> we, we don't understand God. The other day I had one church. They are doing one week fasting and prayer. They are praying against another church. Yeah, because the church has come into their neighborhood. And people are going there. So that we don't understand God. The God who wants all men to be saved. Somebody has come, he's helping to save souls. And you think God will answer that prayer? You are you are exercising your voice. You are just doing physical activity. Maybe that's the only benefit you can gain from that kind of prayer. Men of God praying against another man of God. Unless you are telling me that man of God is not from God. In fact, when you have such a thing going on, then one person is definitely not from God. Either you the one praying the prayer or the one you are directing the prayer against. Because a kingdom divided against itself shall never stand. May the Lord eliminate every form of covetousness, every form of envy. And, and for those who are victims of envy, may the Lord even continue to bless you the more. And may the Lord establish your feet in the place of blessing. If they don't want your blessing, they can go and swallow the sun. They can go and eat the moon. They can go and have the moon and the sun together for breakfast, lunch, and supper. Because as of the blessings of the Lord, it will not stop because of the envy. In the Bible, all those who were blessed and people were envious, it never stopped it. It never stopped the blessing. The envy never stopped the blessing. It never stopped the blessing. And a good thing is that some of the people who were envious and they did things out of envy, they never really got to enjoy their gain. Those who sold people out. Gehazi, there was a form of envy, covetousness. He went for the gifts that the man of God rejected. Like, ah, me too, you know. I'm sure he sat down and thought, look, these men of God sometimes... They go away. They don't give you anything. No. Look at Elisha, my boss. What did Elijah give him? They didn't give him anything. All he got was mantle. <laughs> he didn't get anything. Charlie, me, I'm not. We are a wise generation. No. We will not be like our fathers. 
So Naaman brought the gift. Elisha said, I don't want the gift. They passed behind went to lie. Because you want, you want the things that, that your fathers have. If Elisha had coveted Elijah's chariot, he would have gone to heaven before his time. That, hey, Charlie, you see, there are some times eh, it gets to a place, God just uses certain things to separate you from those that are ahead of you. And you too, you will grow into those things. If you have said, ah, Charlie, this chariot there, me too, I go sit inside, I came, no, he jumped. <laughs> you have gone to heaven before his time. But I knew the chariot was for Elijah, but the falling mantle was for him to catch. And that mantle was more than any ex gratia you will get any money the man of God can give unto you, the impartation. That is the most important. But Giazi didn't have that spirit. He wanted material things. And he never enjoyed. Because instead he got leprosy. Envious Judas. Covetous. Money conscious. Materialistic. He knew the brand of the thing. The moment they opened it like that, he could smell. Oh, Gucci, 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 Gucci. Wait there, Gucci, oh knew the price everything calculated it in his mind he also never got to enjoy he went and threw the money somewhere killed himself those who sell you out out of envy they will never enjoy the price for which they sold you out and i pray that god will form a protective wall of fire around you that any evil or any green eye that watches you May the Holy Spirit blind those eyes in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May their wishes for your life never come to pass. May their machinations for your life never come to pass. May the things they, they perceive in their hearts and in dark places never see the light of day in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When they plan, may the Lord send his angels to neutralize their plans in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I pray that the Lord will give you the heart to love people and to be genuinely happy when people are blessed. I want you to stand to your feet. I want us to pray this prayer. I want to pray that Lord, grant me discernment. Grant me discernment. It's not every smile that is a smile. There are smiles that are treacherous smiles. There are people who actually seek your life. They seek your downfall. But they are so good at pretending that you do not know. We want to pray that Lord, Tonight, grant us the grace to be able to discern. Because sometimes we entrust very important things in the hands of people who look trustworthy, but they're actually not trustworthy. And some of these mistakes can lead us and land us in a lot of trouble. But you want to pray that, Lord, let it not be so with me. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Pray for discernment. Pray for discernment. Pray for discernment. Discernment of the spirit of envy. The spirit of envy. There are people who are not happy that you, you are in a tertiary institution, that you are working. That things seem to be working for your life. You have close to work. You have a beloved. You are planning to get married. All of these people will hide behind smiles. And you want to pray that Lord. Reveal. Reveal. Grant me the grace to descend. The spirit of envy. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord grant us descending. 
Grant us discernment, Lord. Grant us discernment, Lord. Grant us discernment, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We come against covetousness. We come against murder. We come against betrayers that are linked to jealousy, that are linked to envy. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow! Overflow! Where does the bill?